Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church Podcast. We believe change is more than a church. It's a culture. And we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. Now, here's Pastor Elijah Hollis. I'm ready to get ready. And that sounds so funny, but I want to get prepped. I want to be uh, hands open, hands ready. It's like when you go to a grocery store and how many uh, go to the avocado section and you got to check the avocados, right? Because you don't want a hard avocado. When you get home, you can't slice it, can't mush it. It's not guac. It's like, what is this good for? <laughs> like this, this, this avocado is like not, it's, it's counted out. It's not a real avocado. So you have to like make sure it's right. right. And what I want to happen is when God pours out who he is, I want him to, to check everybody and say, wow, Elijah, that's my boy. His heart's ready. He's in, he's in position. I'm going to pour it on him, right? And that's my prayer for all of us is that we get in that position where God's looking throughout the land because it, it, the Bible says that he scans the land for those that are, his, our hearts are fully after him, and he looks for those he can use. In fact, Isaiah even said, a voice is calling in the desert, who will go and who shall I send, right? And Isaiah said, me, please send me. And that's, that's my heart for us as a church to get in position for when God says go, when God says there's a need, we're saying, please send us. We're ready. We're ready for what you have. Amen? We're taking back our land for Jesus. No longer is the enemy having a say in what goes on in Philadelphia. Not on our watch. We're tired of it. We're tired of it. And as we were praying over this year and what's to come, um, I don't know if you do this in your house. We've, we started doing this in change, but we've done this as a family for years. It's just we title our year. And so we pray over our year. We say, God, what do you want for this year? And so one year was like focus, and this year is rise. And so we've seen it all throughout the year. We put it in our spirits. We're like, okay, how can we rise? And God was just calling us as a family to rise to a position, to rise to what he has for us. And so we've been praying over this next year, like, God, what do you have for us? We've been in this year of 2018, we've been in a year of my city, my time, owning the plans of God, saying, all right, this is my land, this is my territory, this is where God placed me, so I'm taking as my city, my time. What are we headed into? And he put this scripture in our spirits, you are more than conquerors, right? We quote it all the time. I mean, if you've been in church for more than a second, you know that's one of the scriptures we all, we're more than conquerors through Christ who strengthens us, right? The Christ who loved us, the Christ love in us. But I think a lot of times we settle at Christ's love in us. Can I talk real for a second? Is that all right? Let me just talk for a second because a lot of times we settle for Christ's love in us. Oh God, you love us. You're good. We're saved, right? We're, we put away the addictions. We put away the doubt. We put away the greed. And now we're stepping into this new life of Christ, Right, where we have a new mindset, we love, we, we have all these different things. We feel peace because he's good. We feel his joy because he's in, he's in a good mood, right? And so we have all this stuff going on in our lives with God. But sometimes we settle at Christ's love in us where he wants to do something in us so that he can do Christ's love through us, right? So we're more than conquerors. It's, it's a greater than. And if you see the, um, can you put the more than conquerors symbol up here? But we use the greater than symbol um, because here's the deal. A lot of times we settle for just conquerors, right, and just being a victor, which is okay. There's a lot of times that that's okay. But God is calling us into a life of greater than, not just stopping at even, 
but going for overflowing. Not just stopping at being okay. God wants us to be great. We're not just settling for being Christians. Now we're, we're moving into making disciples. Gathering the lost. Searching them out. Seeking. Seeking those who need God and saying, all right, God, where do you need me to go into the beyond? The beyond. Beyond Christianity. Beyond just believing in Jesus. That's good. And maybe some of you in this room, you're like, I don't even believe in Jesus. Hey, that's all right. We're all on a journey. And if you're kind of making those steps and just kind of weighing it out, maybe someone dragged you to church today, hey, tell them thank you, you know, because this is a great family to be a part of, even though. But maybe you're just, you know, diving things out, you know, and saying, I don't even know if I even believe in it. That's okay. Like, you're on a journey to kind of figure life out. And it's okay. We're all in a prep work of where God wants us, but God is moving us into this beyond, not just being, being a Christian and reading our Bible and tithing and all that stuff is good. It's, it's not bad, but it's moving into the beyond, the, the, the greater than, the more than. And we got to look at the scripture. It's in Romans chapter 8. Write this down. This will be a good one we'll be looking at throughout our time. But it's Romans chapter 8, verse 31. says, what then shall we say in response to these things? Now, before, he's talking about how God works all things for the good of those who love him. You know that scripture? You know, not all things are good, but God works them all together for your good if you're in him, right? When you love him, you're walking along with him. Storms don't stop, okay? <laughs> don't fall for the lie, you know? Just because you're a Christian doesn't mean life's going to be fairytale roses and smelling good. Like, it's not that way. Like, when you're in Jesus, storms don't stop, but the strength comes so you can endure the storm. And so God causes all things to work together for your good. He works them all. That might be a bad situation, but you're learning and growing through that because he's going to bring it around to be actually good for you. Um, so he's talking about all these things. So he comes to verse 31. I said, what then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? And let me tell you some good news. God is for you. He is so for you. He has your name, your social security numbers. He's got your credit cards. He's got your family, your children, your hairs counted on your head. Like he's obsessed. If you could call anybody a stalker, God is your stalker. He loves you so much. He's crazy about you. He's crazy about you. You are, you are so in God. God is for you. And therefore... The scripture says, if God is for us, well, he's the highest deity. There's none above him with his strength or power. So, if God is for us, who can stand against this thing? Who can come against the plans of God? If he's the ultimate, if God is for us and he loves us and he's, he's with us in our mission, then who can stand against us? So that's the first thing. You've got to know who is with you. Who is for you? If God is for us, then who can be against us? He goes on. He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How did he not also along with him graciously give us all things? Everybody say all things. Woo, I love that. Over and over and over again. All things. Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? Like the squishy avocado that you put back. 
and the really hard avocado that you're like, Ew. and then the perfect avocado. And you're like, this is going to be some delicious guac. <laughs> right? And that's what God looks around and he's like, he, he wants to choose you. Like, that's, that's my child. That's my king. Chosen by God. He chose you. He chose you. He chose you. And so who can bring any charge against the ones that God has chosen? God who justifies. Who then is one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus who died more than that, who was raised to life. And the resurrection power of Jesus is where we get all of our strength. It's where we get all of our power. It's not in who we are or what we do or how good we can be or how many things we can do in order to make God pleased. That's, that's false reality. You know, and we're going to actually be talking about that next week. We're starting a series called Smoke and Mirrors. We're going to be hitting on those false realities that we all fall for, the things that we make into truth, but it's not actual truth. We're going to be exposing the lies and engaging the truth. But, but there's a lot of things that we believe that, that, it, that are real, but God is revealing, and he's, he's, he's in, our, in his resurrection power, we come alive to who Christ is. Thank you, Jesus, for his resurrection power. In verse 37, then, we got to jump down. He says, no. Actually, you got to go to the line before because, you know, it kind of sets it up. Verse 36 says, that is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We consider as sheep to be, uh, actually, it's the verse right before that. I'm sorry. Verse 35, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble, hardship, persecution, famine, nakedness, danger, or sword separate us from the love of Christ. He's making a point like nothing can separate us from the love of the Father because it's so intense and so amazing and so about us. You can't separate anybody from the love of God. When it's on them, it's on them. It's your chosen child of the king. And then he goes to verse 37. No. In all things, everybody say all things. Not just the things that we're really good at not just the things that you're well-trained in, not just the things that everybody gives compliments to because, man, you're the bomb at that. No. All things, all the failures, all the things you think that nobody else sees and you're hiding, those things, he says, all things, all things, every one of them, we are more than conquerors through him who loves us. We're more than conquerors in every detail of life. How many of us settle for being not more than, but just kind of conquering? Well, it's okay. It's just, we're just fine, you know? And this next year, we're, we're moving into a life that is not just, not just living as victors, but living out what does a victorious life look like? Not just being set free, but what are we set free to do? And not just ex experiencing freedom, but sharing it with those around us. So there's some things that we're going to be working on. And we're going to be more than conquerors in. We're not just conquering fear, right? How many have anxiety? You know, and you don't have to show your hand because maybe you're, you're kind of fearful to actually put your hand up, right? Don't want to cause anxiety here. Um, but but a lot, that's a big thing, and a lot of us deal with that on a daily basis, you know, and you feel anxiety at the workplace or around people and sharing, and then you get called out. And it's like, oh, my word, and it's just so much fear. But we're not just conquering fear in God. We're stepping out in boldness and taking risks. We're, we're experiencing the blessing in risk. 
We were just talking about this the other day. We were talking about how a lot of times when God gives us an opportunity to reach out and we fail, how many have ever failed in an opportunity for God, right? And not failed, but you know, you mean you're like, you put it out there and then it's like shut down, you know? It's like, hey, you want to come to church? And it's like, no. Ooh, fail, you know? Um, but we're not just, we, we, it's more than just, because um, we, we always say this to, to our leaders and to those around us, is just like, you're responsible to, not for, right? And so God didn't call us to, um, he didn't call us to make sure everybody gives their heart to God. He called us to make disciples, to make it happen. So it's like, we're, we're responsible to share the gospel. We're not responsible for what people do with it. But we're responsible to do our part. Share it like it's, like it's the main topic of your life. Share it like it's the only thing you got going on, right? Share it, share it, share it, because you're responsible to people, but you're not responsible for people. So a lot of times when we, we think, oh, man, I failed, but no, 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 a lot of times in the opportunity, the blessing is in the risk. It's in you stepping out and feeling what it feels like to take faith on as a reality in your life. And not just saying it in church, like, you know, we talk so big here, right? By faith, I see a miracle. And then we actually get to the situation where we're like, well, God, we just pray if it's in your will, right? And if you feel like it today, heal my cold. You know, it's like, what? You just, I faith, I believe a miracle. You know, you're just getting it. It's funny. We, we, this is like a safe space to be bold. And then as soon as we go out there, we're like, Meh. don't say anything about Jesus. It's scary. What if? And it's not that we're just conquering fear. We're actually stepping out in boldness. That's the new, new season we're walking into is like, all right, God, what are opportunities to get outside the boat and start putting this faith into action? Not just being a conqueror of fear, like, okay, we're not afraid anymore, but actually saying, all right, what are we doing in order to get out and be bold for God? We're not just conquering greed, but we're giving above and beyond and stepping into the life of favor. How many favor dwellers do we have in the building? Come on. You know, you're flowing in that. And you know that when you get into a life of generosity, and that's my prayer, is that we, um, this is such a generous church, by the way. I, I love being a part of this church because it's incredible um, to see all the sacrifice. Because we always say it's not about equal giving. That'd be silly, right? Everybody's got to give $1,000 a week. That's, that's not realistic, right? It's not about equal giving. It's about equal sacrifice. That's what God's calling us to. What do you have, right? What do you have? What's your time? What's your talent? And what's your treasure? And then we all give it. And so we're not just conquering greed because conquering greed is like, okay, I'll be okay to give. I'll be all right. All right, I'm going to start, start tithing. And tithing is good. It's, it's not a bad thing. It's a, it's a start. It's a starting point. But we're not just conquering greed. We're going so far beyond that the world looks at us and says, how the jazz are you giving so much? How, how are you going to keep going if you, if you keep giving like that, right? It's hilarious generosity. That's what we always strive for. And our family is hilarious generosity that people laugh at and say, oh my word, how are you doing that? And we're like, I know. It's the life of favor. It's being a conduit of God. And you'll see, as you start to give more and more, God starts to trust you more and more. It's not that God just pours out blessings so you can become a fat Christian, right? And have all this provision, you know? I hear that message a lot, you know, when people talk about give and you shall get. And I was like, no, that's not how it works. Like God wants to pour out blessing on you so that you can be a blessing to others, right? 
He wants to give you love so that you share love with others. He didn't take the disciples in and say, okay, 12 disciples, I want you just to feel so loved, so nurtured, so spoiled. Now just sit with me and just enjoy my presence, right? No, no. He said, all right, I'm going to give it to you so that you can go give it away. I'm going to pour out so much on you, and you're going to feel the peace and joy and love that who I am. But it's not to hold on to it, become an overweight Christian. It's to get on your feet and do something with it. Give it away. And so we're not just, we're not just defeating greed. That's step number one, okay? If, if you're working your way up to tithing, hey, I'm praying for you, that God just breaks those things in your life because, you know, the Bible even says money is the greatest, what is it, the root of all, whatever. You know the saying. It has a power on us it's because money runs everything, right? And so we're like, we're run by money. Oh, it's so scary. And, and in God's reality, money is just a tool to be used to bring his kingdom down here to earth. That's all it is. And so we talk about money like, hey, don't talk about money in church. Like, why? It's the greatest tool we have, right? We got to get it done, people. Come on. Let's do this thing. So we're not just over, overtaking greed. We're going above and beyond. We're becoming that, the people that when we give, people are like, what the jazz? Like Oprah, you know, you get a car, and you get a car, and you all get a car. Like, we're not just conquering guilt. How many, man, a lot of us carry guilt, you know, from past and shame and all the things that we've done. And so we carry this around with us, and we don't truly experience an identity in Christ. Because God calls you his children. And my children, you know, I, they're crazy. But they, they never hold, like, I don't know if I'm Elijah's son. I don't know if I'm Elijah's daughter. They never, never think that at all. They're like, Dad, can I have $5? Like, that's my dad. Like, he can give me anything, right? Like, they just know that that's a flow. You know, I'm their father. I'm the authority figure. So I, what I say goes and wh whatever I have is theirs. And so a lot of us, we carry guilt. We're not just going to conquer guilt, but we're going to come alive to the identity of which God put on us as children of the king. We're going to walk with authority with our shoulders back saying, yes, I am a child of the king. And yes, I once did, but God has purified me, made me holy. And now I have the keys of the kingdom. And wherever I go, whatever I say, goes. At Change Church, we believe in doing life together. If you want to connect with us, you can visit us online at thisischange.org or any social media platform at thisischangephl. Thanks for joining us and have an amazing week.